I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Over the boardwalk, that's where I want to be. Over the boardwalk, that's what I see. Over the boardwalk, yeah, yeah, yeah. Over the boardwalk, come to my tray. (laughs) So if we were just to deconstruct your process there for one second, Mm -hmm. you obviously had, you you were aware that there are rhymes for the word yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, those are just three of them. Yeah. Uh, And uh, I only like... Near rhymes. So whenever whenever I do a real rhyme, I feel bad. Right. So you you you'll feel bad if you do a if you do a near rhyme. Well, I'd I'd feel bad if I considered tray to yeah. be a near rhyme of yeah. Yeah. Sure. 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 Yeah. I'd uh, I'd feel I'd certainly I'd feel terrible. Well, that's where we differ, Andy. Is that I? I guess I'm not afraid to take risks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas we can go to your safe rhymes sound like each other. <laughs> World. Yeah. Yeah, fuck that. I'm Andy. And I'm Alistair George William Trombley Birchall. And we're two members of the <laughs> Two in the, the Think Tank podcast. The two members. We are, you know. Well, I see Two in the Think Tank as a family. And sure. I don't really know where the tank, tank ends. Mm. You know, these walls... Do they are they around us? Oh wow! Or are they or are they also around the listener? Yes. Is the listener in the tank? I think. And why don't we count them? Are they an invisible listener? Are they made of dark matter? I think, given that, really, all we're doing is making sounds, yeah. and any meaning or connections between those sounds mm-hmm. are formed in the mind of the listener. Yeah. Um. Really, I mean, they're the only ones in the tank. Well, it's them and somebody else. I mean, sure. is it them and the sounds? Those are the two that we refer to. Yeah. The listener and the sounds. And the sounds that uh, we make. They're alone in the tank Yeah. trying to make sense of one another. Mm-hmm. Alistair, you mentioned family. Of course. I always do. Now it's you, the most important thing. You can't choose your family. Well, it depends. There's a, there is adoption. That's true. You can... <laughs> Absolutely choose your family. There's yeah. adoption and then there's adoption's evil twin, murder. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, then, yeah, you can also choose your victims. Exactly. <laughs> you can't choose your family, but you can choose your victims. <laughs> yeah. Look, I don't like to think of myself as a murder murderer so much as a man who heard the phrase, you can't choose your family, and thought, that's, Screw your rules. That's not entirely true. What? Well, that's not. I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna push a couple of boundaries here. Are dead people parts of families? Parts of 
dead people aren't parts of families. Absolutely, like the the, par- the parts that continue living. Yeah, because yeah. like I guess suppose you know all the bugs inside them and things like that. Oh wow! You know, yeah, they live on in the dirt and things like mm. that, and so. When you in many ways, we we never really die because of our gut bacteria that probably continues sure. to feast on stuff that's in the dirt. I think this is a beautiful sort of uh, sort of a thing, a, a beautiful idea mm. that is an alternative to cremation, which is really like a genocide. Like like that person's mm. statistically speaking, yeah, very much alive. You know, like the. Sure, the mm. the consciousness that resided in their brain, that particular part of them... That's only that's one gone, creature. But that's one of billions of creatures living in that body. And mm-hmm. statistically, it doesn't make a dent. And when you cremate, you are really... You're wiping that out. You yeah. are salting the earth, right? Yeah. I think a much nicer way to uh, to deal with a, a, you know, a dead body... In inverted commas. Sure, would mm. be to sort of... Um, I guess lay it in some kind of nutrient-rich vat, yep. and let the bacteria mm. of your loved one continue to thrive in that environment. Yeah, and who's to say you couldn't wheel the vat, the stinking, teeming vat of bacteria, Would out it... at family functions? Maybe the kids could even splash around in it. Absolutely. If anything, you could be closer than ever. Mm-hmm. Would it bother you if I change it from a vat to a petri dish? Not at all, Alistair. <laughs> <laughs> feels like a you know like a petri dish on a skateboard like a, a big petri dish yeah ov- yeah obviously of that size yeah no i yeah i wouldn't disagree with that in the least no 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 yeah um yeah i i think i think this is beautiful and i think this is a sketch oh really yeah wow, this is right yeah. off the bat here right off the right off the vat right off the vat. Uh, we are we are Keeping the family microbiome alive, mm. you know, you kind of like uh, like a sourdough, like the sour culture, culture. Yeah. the family That's culture. Amazing, because you could actually not only um, keep it alive in a vat, mm. you could eat some of their say their gut microbiome. Yeah, maybe maybe that's why people shit themselves when they die. It's so that their loved ones can eat that shit yeah. and keep the their gut microbiome alive in their stomach, and that and in that way, Grandpa's not dead because he lives on in all of us. Well, I no, mean, I'm not talking about memories. Yeah, well, fecal fecal transplants, fecal transplants are a big thing these days. Yes, and I can't think of a better way of of remembering your grandpa, mm. grandpa or grandma, you know, which is fine these days. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Grandpas can be grandmas can be remembered too. Um, uh, you know, through their them aiding digestion or mm. you know helping them kill some superbug in you or something like that. Yeah. And you know, who's to say that you couldn't if you know if the family biologist. Oh, by the way, I hope the none of the listeners are, are imagining any of this because <laughs> if you are, this is on you. All right, yeah. these aren't these aren't concepts to be imagined to be pictured in any kind of visceral detail. No, no these are words to <laughs> that you can just let wash over you and feel you know and picture an entirely abstract and non-smelling universe. Yeah, because I mean, what? Yeah, it's a, it's an it's definitely an odorless universe. Odorless universe, or we've created some kind of negative pressure around the petri dish. Sure. Yeah, 
the family pea tree. You know, yeah, like tree. Like family tree, yeah. Yeah. Um, my There is a problem here. I mean, look, I had a couple of things to say. Okay. <laughs> Obviously, this is disgusting body stuff, so this is where I feel like I thrive. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but there's the issue, of course, of are we just watching the dead body decay on, on the dish or does it need to sort of be made to be unrecognizable from, you know, an actual body and sort of turned into a sort of slush? I think it has to be a, blended up a, a kind of like a that. slush. And I think we then have to see, like, from the family's point of view mm. that, like, maybe some of that mould or, like, that slime, whatever's mm. formed there starts to sort of quite aggressively get out of the dish. Maybe it's sort of like mm. we come in one morning and it's like dissolving the dining table oh, yeah. or something. Sort of like the blob. Yeah. yeah and it's like, of, oh, yeah. Grandpa's up and about. Oh, 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 Fasty Grandpa. And then you can, you know, you, you add Grandpa's personalities to the things yeah. that the bacteria do. I think maybe it could be nice if you did separate different parts of the body. Like you still want them to be slush and unrecognizable mm, from what they are. Sure. But let's say... There was like one, maybe it could be arranged to look like an image. So let's say like, because, you know, I think maybe right. bile could be like a, you know, a bright yellow color. And then, you know, there's the kind of the brain matter and the bacterium that lives within that that would be in another area and things like that. I don't think it necessarily needs to be labeled. I think it could be a bit graphic. But, you know, maybe families that are okay with truth, yeah. you know, they could have that. But then it could be made into a nice image maybe into their face. Mm-hmm. Like that, and then over time, you will watch different parts of bacteria take over different areas, and watch the image warp, and you know, and things like that. And I think that would be at least, at the very least, interesting. At very least, <laughs> which is, to be honest, probably more than Grandpa was doing towards the end there. You know, exactly. Like, you yeah. know, wasn't contributing much, but now you, we can watch his spleen uh, aggressively invade yeah. his left ear. And what's also exciting here... That's compelling. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you, you couldn't... Grandpa definitely couldn't do that when he was alive. His spleen had almost nothing to do with his ear. His tongue couldn't touch his elbow when he was alive. <laughs> but now it's all... It's like, it seems like the, his elbow is sort of enveloping his tongue. Um, um, but I was going to say, if there was a family biologist, which I imagine every family yeah, should have... Yeah. He could if also, you could choose your family, my God, if yes. You, yeah. Um, or if you could choose the, the profession that you... That you get <laughs> that you when take. you're in a family. Sure. But you can't. Yes. You can't choose your profession uh, like your family. Mm. But you can choose to kill a biologist and yes. take his profession. Take his <laughs> or her. Or her. Uh, and, and she could be a grandpa, a grandma, I mean, oh. which is okay <laughs> these days. Uh, <laughs> um, but What's great about this no, but, is that my grandma was a biologist. Wow. This yeah. is great. I had a feeling about that. Mm. A really vague feeling. <laughs> um, but a family biologist could then go through, could, could be taking samples from, let's say, a grandpa Petri dish, mm. right? And making discoveries that might help the world. Yeah. I mean, think of how much stuff in the body hasn't actually been discovered yet there must be so many little bits of bacterium and things like that that haven't been labeled yet you know and or or you know f- figured sure. out their full purpose sure. and what happens if you you know you get in there you multiply it a bunch you put it near a spleen what's that cure for uh lou gehrig's disease Alistair, thanks I grandpa <laughs> i don't know if you've heard this but we know more about the surface of the moon than we do <laughs> about the human ass yeah and 
and even you know we know more about the mm -hmm. human ass than we do about probably the bacteria <gasps> living on the human ass. And this is what's great is that actually like rather than just having one big petri dish that's mm. like a communal families are big grandpas you know often have multiple grandchildren and, you can, and children you can divide them up you could divide everybody them up. takes a bit home takes a bit home you could have the the you know the innards of grandpa pictured into something that you best suits you of your memories with grandpa sure i mean this picture stuff that's not going to be in my version of the sketch. <laughs> so you just want to – you just like decaying body. No, no. I like a dish. I like a dish that's got some kind of like active greenish slime. Yeah. Yeah, that's you know? that's what I've got too. It's just that my slime has been ordered in such a way so that it makes a recognizable image. I like could the idea – Could be a fishing rod. Could be grandpa's face. That this is so popular now. Mm-hmm. That there's almost like a de there's a clamoring demand. You say you've done it just in your family. It's just yeah. a family thing that you've done. Now there's a clamoring demand out there. People have seen this. Kids have seen your the grandkids coming to school with their little petri dish of grandpa. Show and tell. Everybody wants one, yeah. right? And now you can start to divide those cells, culture mm. them, and <gasps> sell on. Get your own little mm -hmm. grandpa dish. Oh, so you could get because somebody might have a cool grandpa. Yeah, but also celebrities. Yes. You know, this is a great way for people's, you know, the long-suffering members of families of celebrities to, to, finally, to cash finally cash in, in after they're dead. Yeah. You know, for too long, all that the long-suffering members of families have been able to cash in after their death has been their likeness, yeah. their music, yep. selling off their assets, yep. licensing their songs. Mm -hmm. uh, just having their... their, their Money. Yeah, just money and general fame. Mm. Uh, selling the, out everything they believed in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, connections. That kind of, or, but now, finally, the mm -hmm. families are going to be able to dissolve the bodies in a vat, culture the bacteria, mm -hmm. and now sell a living part of Michael Jackson. But what's going to happen? Of course, uh, people are going to start selling these things on eBay and things like that, and then you're gonna find you're gonna get yours tested. You're gonna get your Michael Jackson tested, mm. your Michael da Jackson petri dish, or your, yeah. you know, uh, I don't know who you like. Who do you like? Uh, Pete Ter Seeger. Pete Seeger. <laughs> Is he still alive? No. Oh, that's unfortunate. Done about four years ago. It was a. It's a, a real tragedy. Yeah, it's real tragedy. Was he old? Yeah, ninety six or Great. something. Great. That's fine. Yeah, I know. Um, I know. <laughs> um, you know, but then you're going to buy a Pete Seeger Petri dish. Yes. On there. A Petri Seeger. Yeah. Seeger Petri. Pete. Trigger. Surprise myself. <laughs> um, Disappointment is a totally valid form of surprise. Absolutely, yeah. Like a surprise party. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't have to be good. No. And also, you know, a lot of people have had surprise parties now. Mm. And once people jump out mm. and say surprise, you're probably more or less know how it's supposed to go from that point yeah. on. Well, they're not really a surprise anymore. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Because you, you, in a way, you are always kind of ready for a surprise party. 
I am constantly braced. Especially near your birthday. It's <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. You know, you kind of need a new thing now. And it's like a surprise sort of disappointment. Maybe everybody jumps out yeah. and says, we forgot we, your birthday. We broke your computer. <laughs> and then they file out of the house. Yeah. But it was your birthday. But it was a genuine surprise. <laughs> yes. Right? Or, or I mean, I could not think of a greater gift than this. Sure. All right. Yeah. Surprise, we renewed your driver's license. Yeah, or we, 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 we've done the registration for your car. I mean, like, the idea is that it's, it's a thing that you have to do that involves steps that you don't want to do. And they've just taken steps away. Steps. And unlike the, when you reach the top of a staircase and you think that there's more steps uh, and you kind of almost mm. tumble. You reach the bottom of a staircase and you think there are steps mm. and then they whip the staircase away and, and you just tumble. floor. <laughs> you just fall flat on the floor. Yeah, but that's a surprise. I think for me, though, the, like the ultimate surprise party would be you go in, everybody jumps out. They say, happy birthday. And mm. then genuinely, they all just leave. Yeah. And you don't have to have a party, mm. talk to anyone, or do any cleaning up. But they leave a pile of money on the table. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. I, left, I ignored that detail. <laughs> and then as soon as they go, you get to do the best thing in the world, which is count money. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, what a surprise. Yes. Yeah. Like, I mean, that is a great surprise birthday party. And, but, and it's nowhere near your birthday. Sure. It's just a money day. But it's for your birthday. Yes. But, but, but it's, it's not your birthday. No. And it's just money. Yeah, and it's just money. But everybody shows up, and it's nice to know that people showed up for you. Oh, sure. But it's nice to know that people... It's even nicer get, get to know out, that they get better get your, left straight. Get out of your hair. <laughs> You just get to shake their hands and go, oh, my God, thanks so much. Sorry, we don't have the chance mm. to talk more. <laughs> get there, see, hug, connect. I reckon if you had that in our, integrated into our society, levels of happiness would just go up maybe 50%. Reported happiness. Do you think, though, that the money – and the fact that the money has such a clear value. <clears throat> yeah. And as we say, a big part of this is counting the money. So you know how much money is there. Mm. I worry that instituting an annual money day yeah. where you just get given lots of money would lead you to start counting that money and sort of almost obsessing over the amount. Especially and once it becomes the norm. Once it becomes the norm, mm. and then you're just going to be comparing this money day against a previous money day, yeah. your money day against someone else's money day. So, do you think that this is kind of this can only be a one-off? Um, I mean, look, it doesn't make it not worthwhile. If yep. if we organize this for somebody that we know, or if let's say you organize this for somebody that you know. Who is here? This is a really lovely thing to do for a person. Yeah, um, just somebody. Yeah, one person. You know, and, and and not because they're like dreadfully poor. No, no, because then it sounds like charity. Yeah. 
<laughs> Obviously, they have to be doing fine. Like, they're doing okay. Yeah. It's just a nice treat. We don't want to be giving money to charity. Um, it's a treat. It's a treat. It's a treat. <laughs> we can also give money to charity. Sure. Just, I'm just, I'm just saying that so that it makes it sound like that's something we're going to do. What if? What if? No, but what if? Because I worry that if you got all this money mm. for doing nothing, you'd feel a bit of pressure to give some to charity. So do we have to give them a voucher? I think, I think we also also have to have given, and we also tell them, here's this money, but we've also given an amount to charity. Great. So that's covered. And now we're leaving your house. Yeah. But then by bringing up charity, do you think that they'll feel like they need to also give money to charity? Absolutely not. No, we 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 say we've given an amount. Like we don't specify the amount, but like you imagine it to be exactly how much you need to imagine it in order to not feel like you have to give anything to charity. But is the mention of charity an you, instant feeling wanna, of guilt? Do you guilt? want to just not mention charity? Well, I think the cl- the the cleanliness of surprise. <laughs> See ya. See ya later. Like everybody shakes their hand. They go as a pile of money on the table. Yeah. They get to just go sit and count the money. Mm-hmm. You know, and look, if it's not enough money to give to charity. This so, is almost like the opposite of like a police raid on a drug headquarters. You know, ooh. there they surprise you and they take the pile of money off your counter yeah. and they count it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they should do with that money. When the police raid and take the money, they should just take it somewhere else. That's really nice. Because it also just sits in that all wrapped up on a pallet. Yeah. And they take some photos with it or whatever. They take photos and then I guess it just sits there or does eventually the government absorb that or something? Yeah, I think the government probably keeps it. Well, that's not, doesn't seem fair. That's not fair at all. That's profiting from uh, crime. From crime. (laughs) (laughs) Which is a crime. Look. Maybe $1,100 feels like a good amount. That's a great amount. I think, look, I'll just, how, how, is this a sketch? Yeah, I think this is a sketch. I think this is the new, it's money day. It's, it's just called money but day. But it's new surprise yeah. party. Um, I'd, uh, I'd enjoy this so much. I had a little thing. I also want to say that I'd enjoy this so much too, and but I don't expect it to happen at all <laughs> there you to go. me. Therefore, it would be surprising if it did. Um, uh, that uh, you know how like people can can if there's a if there's a uh, if you're having a wedding, yeah, it's now become socially acceptable to say we th- uh, thank you so much. Your 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 presence is our gift. But if you would like to give a gift, they'd like a donation. They'd like some money towards their house. Or towards their honeymoon mm. or something. Like, weddings are the only one yeah. where you're allowed to say, I'll t- just take cash, thanks. Yeah. But I'd like to try and implement that in other things, you know, like a like a work going away or something like that. Sure. Like you your, your work goes away? No. <laughs> no, you're, you're leaving, you're My retiring or whatever. My place of employment just left. You're going to a new job, yep. right? Very often there'll be a little party and there'll be some people get you flowers or something mm. like that. I'd like to beforehand just be able to send around a, like you know, a nice little card. Email. Email, sure, that's cheaper. That <laughs> says, um, just in advance, like if you could show up to my going away party, that'd be great. But um, I don't need gifts, thanks. I just appreciate it. cash. 
happened. Yeah, and, and I guess especially somebody who's been in a place of employment for like 40 years, mm. right? They send it around the office. They say, look, I've been here for a few retirement parties, mm. and, and I think they're great, but, you know, I'm leaving in a month. And I think what I would like is if instead of spending money on a banner mm. and cake – and booking a pub. And booking a pub and things like that and, you know, putting your credit card on the on the bar. Yeah. Whatever. I would just like all of that money. Yeah. And I will bring in some you know, some you know, some biscuits. Biscuits and some soda water. Yeah. Because it's for you. It's for me. It's for me. The going away is for me. So I don't see why the money should be spent mm. on like an open bar for all of you guys. Yeah. Uh, I I want you guys to have a good time, but I think that we could have as good a time. Yeah. Uh, doing this, I've I've prepared a few games, mm. which I think will be neato. Um, and that way we don't have to spend a day sort of going go karting. Yeah, and also the work work won't lose the productivity mm. of having you away on that day. Yeah. So I've asked work to also donate me your wages. Your for that wages. Day. <laughs> I mean, I think that's quite funny, like just as a sketch with a guy who sent that around. And then yeah. Maybe a short film. Yeah. Is that a short film? Yeah. I don't know. There's no film. real. S- I feel like he could stand up and say it. Doesn't need to be an email. No, D- he dings on a glass or something and he stands up and sit, stands up on his desk. Could be a plastic, one of those plastic wine cups. A plastic wine cup. And he's got like a sort of like maybe a texter or like a, yeah. you know, a black marker. Yeah, yeah, I know a black marker. Yeah, well, are we talking like a Sharpie? I suppose we could call one a sharpie. Sorry, I think my phone's making noise. Well, that is a very embarrassing. Unprofessional. All right, I'll write this down. You start talking. Oh, Alistair. It's absolutely in my wheelhouse. Um, wheelhouse, of course. If I were to name my favorite wheelhouse, I'd probably say the car, which is in many ways a, a, little, a little, uh, little wheelhouse. And... It's interesting, isn't it, that the car is carried by four wheels and yet there's a steering wheel uh, that gets to be carried by those other wheels. And I think in that way we see that the wheel society has a sort of a a monarchical or um, uh, quite a a master surf type structure, Mm. a feudal, there's a feudal structure to to wheel society, that those four wheels who do almost all the work, are forced to carry around one controlling wheel uh, inside them. But like, you know, like a lot of structural societies, the the people who are above you are also being controlled by an even more powerful person, a person who's not even tethered to the wheelhouse. Right. The man or woman or grandma. Or grandma who, uh, yes... Has all of that? Do you think the Do you think the the steering wheel would be mean? Um, think of itself as higher because it's not left in the to the in the outdoors. Or I think uh, back when we had um, before we had power steering, mm. I feel like the steering wheel still had to do quite a bit of work yeah. in order to turn the wheels, and so there was a, probably a stronger connection between the. Uh, Servant wheels on the ground and the uh, steering wheel, and uh, but now that we have power steering, that that disconnect has been created, and, and it's very much like the reign of you know Louis the Louis the Sixteenth or something like that, where it's just now um, he's he's so far removed the steering wheel from the reality of what it's like to be a wheel 
that um, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if there was uh, some kind of a revolution. Whoa! What about all the gears? They're kind of like wheels. Too. They are a lot like wheels. Yeah. Spiky wheels. Spiky wheels. Yeah. Is there anything in this? <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I think you you really did really well for someone who was just told to start talking. Thanks, Alastair, and I'm glad I got to get the word revolution in there. Oh, absolutely. Is there a wheelhouse? Like, is what is an actual wheelhouse? A wheelhouse, I think, is on a ship, mm. and I think that's a where the the you'd have your like your little steering your ship steering wheel, your captain's wheel or whatever it's called. Is it just a steering wheel? The ship's wheel? The wheel. The wheel, because I guess they don't have other wheels. Right. Mm. Ships don't have other wheels. There's only one wheel. Yeah. So it's just the wheel. Yes. But I, they could still call it the steering wheel. Sure, but that's redundant. You're on a ship, mm. right? Things are happening. I know, but but to cut out people making mistakes, you know, you got some novice salesperson. Yes. <laughs> Salesman. <laughs> Sales Sailor? Sailor. Great. Uh, on there, you say, quick, grab the wheel. Uh-huh. You know, sometimes you, you only have split seconds to make a decision before some kind of disaster. Say, wow. you're trying to get away from an iceberg. Yeah, and those things can move quick. Yeah, well, <laughs> I know, but you, you've you only noticed it at the last second because it's dark and you're out in near the Arctic or something. Yeah, yeah. and right? for some reason, the only person who you have – the time and it was in the right place mm. and it's appropriate for you to say grab the wheel is somebody who has spent so little time on a ship that they don't know that ships don't have wheels in other places, like underneath them, say. Well, what if there was, say, a trolley of food that had just been brought up by... Sure, the buffet. By, by the, you know... You know a la carte. A la carte up from, you know, by the butler, mm. you know, one of the many sea butlers. Um, and so then at first you're like, does he mean the wheel of the trolley? You know, and you're a captain. You've been doing this for a long time, but your legs are not what they used to be. They're wood now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and uh, they used to be flesh. Ah. Uh, yeah. Man flesh. Yeah. Not but, tree flesh. That's true. Alastair, you have long hypothesized that mm. if you boil anything for long enough, it'll become soft like a noodle. That's true about me. Um, so, for example, you know, you've got your, um, your, your, your sticky, uh, your skewers, right? Meat mm -hmm. skewers that are wood. Yeah. But if you boil them for long enough, you just have pasta. I think so, yeah. I think and I've it been would thinking, sort of be like a soba noodle. I've been thinking about this more recently. And mm. I come around and I think you're right. Yeah. I think surely... We could find a way to eat wood. There's got to be, right? We've got to be able to treat it in some way. Like it's just chemicals. It's just organic matter. Mm. We'll just do whatever we got to do to steam it or like, I don't know. Maybe we need soak to Soak it. Maybe it's Pickle it. Here's, oh, pickling it seems like. I mean, we can eat the insides of bamboo hearts, right? Don't we eat, is it palm hearts? We eat palm hearts? Yeah, well, sure. That's practically wood. Yeah, I mean, that's getting close. I mean, if we could just eat the outside of the palm. Yeah, we work our way out. Mm. Um, but maybe the problem is that water yes. boils at such a low temperature. Sure. And so we just need a better liquid, water 2.0. And 2.0 is the multiplier on how many degrees 
uh, it boils, boils at, at 200. So it boils at 200. We could do something with pressure as well. I think you could just do it at a higher pressure or something. You can oh. just boil water at a higher pressure. We'll, we'll find a way. We'll go away and we'll find a way to eat wood. Well, you know, there's a, there's a moment in the, the movie – uh, Jiro dreams of sushi, mm. where the rice guy comes around. You know, he's the best rice guy in Tokyo, right? And he talks about he's like, oh, there were some people down at the Sheridan who wanted to buy some of your rice, and I said, <laughs> only Jiro knows how to cook it. Like that <laughs> Jiro's the only one who knows how to cook. There's no point. And Jiro's laughing as well. He's going, <laughs> I mean, there's no point buying rice if you don't know how to cook it, right? Because they, you know, they when they cook their rice, they they put a whole bunch of heavy things on top and a big metal lid, and they cook it under some kind of pressure yeah. so that they can cook it properly. And they and they have to spend a whole lot of time, you know, cooling breaking it, quite, it up or yeah, yeah cooling quite quickly and. Sh- shoving it around and thinking yeah. then and then keeping it in this other thing that keeps it at the right body temperature mm. you know so that when it's served you know there's basically you're eating something exactly the same temperature as your body so it's like you wouldn't even feel it i think this is what um cuisine should be now mm. it should be finding ways to eat things that you didn't think you could eat oh, eat a rock eat a rock i'd love to eat a rock yeah cuz cuz Already, a lot of the time that they're, you know, they're spending their time making it's like, oh, here's a dish, and then you go, oh, I'm just served a rock, and then you kind of like cut you it pick open. it up, cut it open, and it turns oh, out, it's, oh, it's, it's cheese and um, you know, octopus. Yeah, it's octopus cheese again. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but that's just food. Yeah, it's what food. if it was like, no, it's an actual rock. This We've is, just found a way to cook it. This is a fucking rock, like coal. We're going to have to find a use for coal once once we stop burning it. Yeah. And if it was in cuisine, you could probably sell it for way more. Totally. You know? Like per kilo, the prices you're getting? Yeah. Uh, so, I don't know. Like, I guess, I guess... Even if you could sell coal at, like, brown onion prices, I reckon you'd still be making money. Yeah, I think so. Like, a, yeah. I think... Uh, look, I don't think, I don't think industry... Spends that much, you know, like in like industry, like like big, you know, industrial things are spent. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over seventy percent of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash spoken today. That much money on things. Things are very cheap for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So once it comes, it gets to us suckers. Yeah, the retail price. Retail price. Ugh, yuck. It's like I heard about these sticks of... uh, you know, people are like in Sydney or, or decorating, you know, cafes and stuff like that with uh, sticks of, uh, of of cotton from cotton plants. You know, I saw one of these. On it. You know, it's got cotton on it. It's got the stick there like that. And then they're selling it to the public for like $26 for a stick, you know, just as a decoration. Yeah. And then some, some cotton farmer was in there going, holy, if you're getting that kind of price, Jesus, that's, you know, that's, you know you're getting $22,000 a hectare right there. Yeah. You know, it's, Jesus, like, you know, so, so some people, some, some people are... Or, or tapping into this, uh... I think that's a great scam. That like mm. whatever the thing is that's like produced in the biggest industrial quantities, and I'm sure we could find out what this is. Mm. What is like by kilo on Earth? Mm. What do we make the most of? 
and then we just got to somehow find a way to just get it into cafes as ornaments. Yeah, all right. It's probably iron ore. Iron ore. Uh, I mean, even before iron ore, you're just sifting through a whole lot of just raw dirt. Yeah. <laughs> you know, raw earth. Now, if we can get that somehow. I mean, if you just put raw earth into a giant glass jar, I think sure. it's interesting to look at. Yeah, yeah, There's yeah. There's life in there. There's, uh, there's you know, minerals. Mm-hmm. There's strata. There's layers, there's maybe. There's strata. I yeah. mean, if you use one of those ice core drillers. Yes. <gasps> I, you know, one of those good. ice core drill- drillers on Earth, you get, for your house, if you were to, if you were to have some uh, floor-to-ceiling just core rods, mm. come, get, you know, get some movers come in. They just kind of basically place it. They put a fixture. You know, you, you essentially use the same kind of fixture that you would use to put in a, a one of those kind of long tubular lights. Yes. Is hal- halogen? Is that a little halogen? No. Uh, fluorescent. Fluorescent light, pardon me. I, I don't know my... Uh, my Globes. And in, in, inert, inert uh, gases. <laughs> anyway, so you use that same kind of mechanism. So you just kind of slide, you know, click it in at the bottom and then you kind of just slide it in at the top and it would just lock in. And then you could just look at about like maybe... I don't know, what, 30,000 years, a million years worth Probably, of, of yeah. earth uh, dirt history? Yeah. I like that you gave two really widely differing uh, examples there, and you probably still didn't even get far enough. I reckon more than a million. Anyway, the point is, Alistair, mm. whatever it is, the minimum processing that we have to do, mm. right, because it's a lot of work, like you're in the mining industry, it's a lot of work to get the dirt, dig it up, get the ore process, the ore, you know, smelt the steel, smelt. make whatever it is, mm-hmm. but if we can just get idiots to just use it in its rawest possible form as ornamentation, we are, that is all profit. I would genuinely love one of those earth cores. Well, like, see, there you go. You're exactly the kind house. of fucking sucker that we are going to screw oh. over like a piece of shit that I, you are. I can't wait to get fucked by myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, what, but there was... And I'm not saying it's a very good idea, but no, before no. we hit on that... No, that's a good idea, Al. Yeah. That's a good idea. But before we hit on that, we were talking about some other bullshit. Uh, eating non Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a thing. thing. Yeah, I think that there's a thing. Yeah. So, like, you know, you you get your Michelin stars, you get your hats. I don't know who gives you the hats. Is there also Michelin hats? I think so. I think... <laughs> stars and hats? What a bizarre system. Oh, wait. I think they're just Michelin hats. There's or also or they, stars. Yeah, stars. Or maybe it's just Michelin's. Oh, I think the hats might be like a more Melbourne food guide kind of thing, an Australian right. thing. Right. More like, yeah, local here. Because you get hatted. Yeah. And then I think maybe the Michelin star is a more global system. Right, right, maybe. right, right. You know, it's like, I mean, it's just one place. I wonder what your exchange rate of, rate of uh, hats to stars is. Oh. Probably not good. Well, you know, it's hard. It's very, it's, a, it's like, would you... Like I think it would just devalue, uh, you know, if you're the Michelin people, it would, it would you would feel like you're devaluing your own value system by Even, saying it's a one to one. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't do that. Yeah. Um, um, so yes, uh, eat anything restaurant. Like you know, it's uh, Heston Blumenthal. I'm going to call it. He's a fucking coward, <laughs> right? All he is is he's just making food look like other food. Yeah. This right. is this but is other food. This this is other food. <laughs> <laughs> come We're, on, come on down. 
uh, to uh, eat anything restaurant. You know, we got any. We got, we're actually we're not like Heston Blumenthal, that coward, making food look like other food. You come down here, what you thinks you thinks it looks like a house that you were gonna bloody eat. You're gonna eat a house. Thing. Come here. Oh, you want a window? Oh, you want to eat? Hey. Oh, how about your granddad? He died earlier. He's in that vase. It's just him in the ashes. Well, we can make that edible, eh? This is not a some kind of petri dish shit. We're not talking that. You Have can't a... choose your family, but you can chew your family. You can chew your family. <laughs> Come on down. And look, what what's going on here? Oh, look at that. Look, oh, what's Billy doing up in the kitchen? Oh, he's steaming a... He's, he's... Steaming a boulder. He's steaming a boulder. I mean, whatever, I mean, whatever we got to do, like maybe we... Maybe you don't steam it in in water vapour. Maybe you steam it in oil vapour or in, like, you mm. know, mercury or something. You yeah. know, we'll find a way. Yeah, lasers. It's got to be something with lasers. Yeah. I want to eat a rock I mean, and I that... want it to taste good. Yeah. But it might not even – see, that's the thing. It will also – it won't taste like anything we've ever tasted before. It's a whole – like, we're looking through – uh, you know, our a very pe- narrow peephole. range, a, a peephole. Like, because there's the human range of vision. There's the mm-hmm. visible light spectrum. But there's also the tasteable food spectrum. That's right. And then we've just been living in that, right? I want to blow that wide open. Yep. And, ta- you know, bees can probably taste things that we can't taste. Yeah. That's what I want to do. Well, you know, you know, there's those, there's those parrots somewhere in Africa that mm. eat all this clay so that they can eat other seeds. Mm, yeah. Well, fuck the seeds, just eat the clay. <laughs> Hey, what about the clay? I mean, as you an were on the right track. You know, you almost had it, you guys. You found a way to make clay edible by eating it. Camels, they swallow stones so they can grind up food. Why not swallow diamonds so you can grind up stones? Exactly. You know, inedible is just a limitation that we put on ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> the word inedible is for people who don't believe in themselves. It's just. Uh, another way of saying, I'm a scared little boy. What would be the thing, the, the first thing, if you could eat anything? Yes. What would be the first thing that you would want to eat? Light. Light? Oh, I thought about part of the sun. That was the first thing yeah. that I thought about. Oh, I'd love to eat, just eat light. Just oh, taste, you know, like sunrise. Oh, oh, that would be good. That would be so good. Yeah, yeah, okay. Well, and I mean, I, I mean, guess that's then crazy. time. Oh, if you could eat time. <laughs> Come on down, we're, we're cooking up time. Tell you what, this has been slow cooking for, th- for three billion years. <laughs> Since the dawn of itself. <laughs> oh, don't you worry. This is a really bad ad. Because, <laughs> I mean, he doesn't sound like it's a high-class <laughs> no, restaurant. No, no, but he also sounds like somebody who just might... He just might, like, I... You know, he's just so far outside of the people who would normally be doing this sort of thing mm. that I'm willing to believe he's, he's, you know. I don't have time to slow down. We're cooking, we're cooking here. I we want got an outsider. I want an outsider. I mean, we've been moving away from physical objects and energy and we're moving into emotions and concepts. concepts. I mean, have you ever seen somebody eat architecture? <laughs> And I'm not talking about a building. No. Obviously, we did that in our last ad. Um, but, I mean, eating, like, Anne Frank's house, just even yeah. a sliver. Yeah. What would that mean to you? 
Yeah, no, I mean, you're, you're absolutely right, though. Mm. Like, it's such a, um, you know, much like, like uh, being able to swim around in your grandpa from the first sketch. It's, it's, it's just such a more intense and unique and intimate way to experience something. You probably mm. feel such a, a deeper connection. Yeah. Mm. I mean, that's beautiful. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's five sketch ideas. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, jeez, that happened so fast. We got three words from well, a listener. Well, and uh, thank you so much, listeners, for, uh, you know, for sending in your words. Yes. Um, today's supporting word, us in every way. These are, these are Patreon supporters who sent in these three supporters. words, and that's wonderful and kind and generous and beautiful that they do that. And oh, we are so grateful. We're so grateful. Speaking of... Uh, you know, we have also, as we may have mentioned in the, in the previous podcast, just uh, added a new tier to our Patreon. Yes. Uh, where t- there are two bonus episodes. The Overflow Tank, we're calling the it. The Overflow Tank is the tier. It's it's $8 a month and it gets two extra podcasts per month, but they're kind of slightly different podcasts. One is two in the side tank, which is where we come up with potentially five ideas on any other topic other yes. than sketches. The first episode we came up with sitcom ideas, but if you're a Patreon supporter and you want to get in touch and suggest something else that we could come up with ideas for, mm-hmm. we'll do it. We'll do it, goddammit. We're, we're absolutely into it. And then that first podcast this on sitcoms created a spin-off podcast off of that one called Two in the Sitcom Tank where we've taken some, one of those ideas and we've started to develop the idea and see if we can cr- create a pilot out of that idea. So every new every every uh, every month there's going to be a new two in the side tank, and two weeks later there's going to be a new two in the sitcom tank, a new yeah. titsed and a new titsked. So amen. Get on that. Now, today's words come from Jason. I don't believe I have his last name, but I believe we interact with him a lot on Twitter. Yeah, I believe his his Twitter handle is Nest Wyoming. Whoa, let's hope. This is the right guy. I hope so. Uh, His three words are taxes. Yes. Waiting. Yes. Chores. These are really good, good solid words. That's right. And I feel like like Jason might be the first guy who hasn't tried to fuck us with this. Which in a way, (laughs) by not trying to fuck us, I think he's fucking us. Oh, Jason, you bastard. <laughs> you, <laughs> you, you dirty s- dog. <laughs> you sneaky <laughs> mongrel. Uh, <laughs> You've stripped away our defences, Jason. Yeah. And we're left bare and naked on the beach. You know, like we've been, we've crawled up with nothing. Mm. Oh, like that, well, that, that first fish that crawled out of the ocean really had had such a blank slate. And can I say bravo? Oh, Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, can I say brava? Uh, potentially, is yeah. it for a man, a woman? I don't know. Or maybe it was like a unisex thing. It could be. Was it a fish that still split? <laughs> Did fish ever split? Fish, fish split. Do they split? Yeah, there's men and men and men fish and lady fish. No, but I mean, no. Like, are there fish that are like cells that split into two? Absolutely not. Definitely <laughs> not. There's no way that is a thing. Is an egg a single cell? Yes. And does, does an egg ever split? Could, could like a, an egg in a shell, like a chicken egg, standard yeah. chicken egg, could you do anything to that where it would split? 
Into two eggs. Into two eggs. Well, you can get identical twin. You know, you can get two yolks. Oh, in I'm an not egg. talking about. That's I'm talking. Not, I'm not talking about that. No, I'm talking shell on, <laughs> splits forms new shell. No. All right. Uh, so taxes, what have we got? Taxes. Waiting. Chores. Yeah, I mean. What if, what if, like, unlike, because uh, we, we've talked in, previously on the podcast about how you have an emotional tax return, right, where where you have to also account to the government for all your sort of the emotional cost that mm. you put on those around you. Yeah. Um, what about like it's interesting that tax time is something that only happens once a year, right? Yeah. It's. I mean, for businesses, maybe it happens more. Have, I don't once know. A quarter or something like that. I ha- I ha- I'm signed. I have an ABN. I'm signed up for the GST. Are you signed up for GST? I don't know. I don't know what it involves. Yeah, and I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing about it. <laughs> I'm probably in a lot of trouble. I don't know. I don't know if I've been claiming it or. Anyway, that's that's for me to deal with. Sure. At some point, um, but is it is there something in the idea of that like taxes a chore? What if we only had? What if what if every chore mm. there was just like one time a year? When you were expected to do it, you know, like have a bath or sweep the house yeah. or uh, visit your parents. You know, it's uh, yeah. the end. Of, there's the end of the financial year. But what if we also had the the end of the filth, filth year or the end of the family year? Well, it I guess that's to, what Christmas is. Really, it occurred to it? me kind of today that the, the idea of a routine mm. could kind of be. Rather than a daily thing, mm-hmm. you could really split it up maybe over a yearly thing. Yes. So that your routine would start January 1st and end December 31st. <laughs> so you're getting dressed up until sort of the end of March? Well, look, I mean, you could just take – I mean, I wasn't necessarily suggesting that you, sp- you spend a an, year to do one day. This is an amazing art piece. Mm. Right, <laughs> we we break up the year so that it is representative mm. of a day. Yeah, and we spend we work out all the fractions or whatever, yeah. and we spend the first however many months in our pajamas, and then we spend a couple of months eating breakfast, mm. and then we spend so many months working, and then like then you know so many months having lunch. Yeah, then sort of around three. Th- 3 p.m., which I suppose would be sort of like... October. October. Or we get maybe hungry like, again. Yeah, yeah, September, October, you uh, you start getting quite sleepy and yeah. you just kind of are in a sleepy state for a while. I guess suppose you'd give yourself some... You'd sedate yourself a little bit maybe. I think, I think we have to... I think you would still, within the cycle of, you know, the 24-hour cycle... Mm. I, I want to keep this realistic, Alistair. Yeah. Within the cycle of a 24-hour day... Yeah. The traditional twenty-four hour day, you would still need to eat and you would need to sleep just to survive in yeah. our art piece. But we do all of that still in the mode of yeah. Or maybe we could just sustain ourselves somehow using inter- intravenous injections. Well, or yes, or just to really make this complicated. Okay, Al. So you're you're doing what you've said throughout the year. Yes. However, every day that you spend, you live that like. It's a year. And so during the day, you celebrate, you know, uh, Australia Day and then you celebrate oh, well, Easter. Yeah, yeah. And you have, you know, 
uh, Christmas in July, <laughs> and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know you're just you're just a Queen's fl- birthday, Queen's birthday, you mm-hmm. know your own birthday, uh, you know your family members' fam- birthdays, family members, uh, the grand final day, <laughs> and I then think, Christmas. I think this is great. Where what are we doing? It's the short attention span that everybody has. I think. Mm. So where what we've decided to do. It's just to compress, and it, every year is going to be a day now. But every but one day, uh, one one year is going to be one big day. One big day. So it's it's a comment. Obviously, it's got to be a comment. Yes. It's got to be on the 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 short attention span that we have. Yes. But also the loss of productivity that comes from the you know the the, the short attention span. So really it's taking you way longer to do everything mm-hmm. to do get one through one day and do it properly, but you're also experiencing everything cuz it's just flashing by and things like that. And so yeah. so maybe that would kind of it would ju- that would just be in the room that you're in and things would sort of come up at some point and be happy new year. You know, and then you know you go through start you start working or you start eating cereal. You know, all day you have to eat cereal for like you yeah, know, months, months. Yeah, and it's all day. If you're in the breakfast mode, yeah, like you are. There's no breaks between. But you're just meals. Yeah, you're just reading newspapers. You know, you're <laughs> yeah. do, you're doodling, <laughs> things like that. You know, you're swimming through your phone, and then this is a big art project. And it's it's, a, take. it's it's a, it's a great. I think it's great though. It's really um. Look, I don't think it's profound, but uh, if I did, I'm sure I could convince someone else that it was. You know? <laughs> it's one of those ideas. Like, there's, if you're the kind of person who wants to find something in that, oh, it's in there. It's all in there. It's Man. chockers with it. The, the trouble is, is that I absolutely would dedicate a year of my life to doing something like that. Um. Just because. Yeah, you, you know? but you would. When was the last time you dedicated a year of your life to anything? I know. <laughs> I know, but... Well, I mean, I've dedicated my life to this podcast. Yeah, my whole true. life mm. really is just... This is all I am now. I work so that I can support myself, so that I can uh, have a, at least enough free time so that I can do this podcast, Andrew. Live to pod. Live to pod. Pod life. Live to pod. T-shirts will be on sale soon. There are some. There are going to be some T-shirts. Yeah, I think so. We're we're thinking about you know we got a new logo for the for the podcast, so we're thinking about turning that into a T-shirt. We're probably just going to red bubble this stuff. I think that's probably the simplest. Red bubble that, and then we might also make another one that I'm not comfortable with. Andrew here is not on board necessarily, but I think it would be nice if we could get some kind of nice looking abstracted cloaca. Uh, just a, like a pencil drawing one, kind of classic. Your classic, like you know, uh, biological diagram of, of a, a cloaca. cloaca, and then underneath it says uh, the cloaca, uh, official orifice of the two in the think tank podcast. You know, and I think that there's people who would, you know, support the pod like that. I think people, some people want to, are not unhappy about having a, a both. A drawing of a cloaca and the word orifice on their chest. Because it's too easy to support things these days. Mm. You know, like if we provided you with an attractive T-shirt, and we will, that'll be the one with the logo on it. It's very nice, beautiful logo. Mm. Then sure, you can use that. But then what are you really sacrificing? A small amount of money. But not your dignity. (laughs) (laughs) Not friendships. That's right. We give you a really unpleasant T-shirt that's going to, like, put people off. Mm. 
then we know you really like the show. Yeah, I mean, you know, if you, we absolutely do not require you to show people that you like the show. That is, <laughs> this can be, and I can't imagine it be anything but a guilty pleasure, a shame shit. Yeah, yeah. or even a guilty, just barely enjoyer. But imagine you could wear that under things, right? You wear that T-shirt under something. Then you've got a power over everyone. You mm-hmm. know something that everybody else doesn't know. That's right. Some kind of surprise. Yeah. Sort of like a, a money day. A money day. Under, Happy money day. Under your shirt. Um, is that an idea? Does that, does that uh, cover off our taxes, waiting and chores? Look, I... I know, I know what an art project is not necessarily a, a sketch, but if you did a character piece about a person who's doing a project like I this. I think we absolutely could, and I think that's something that like Mr. Show would do, one yeah. of my favorite sketch shows. Yeah. So I think, I think that works for me. Okay, great. Well, I would, I would aspire to be as good as them. Let's do it. All right. Today's, podca- uh, t- today's sketches are family member Petri dish, right? Uh, they're not gone. They're not gone. They're they just continue to live on through their 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 microbacteria and their regular size bacteria. Yeah, and I'm sorry I, t- I brought in the shit thing. Uh, what was the shit thing? I'm talking about how you shit yourself when you die. I think that's, that's okay. I think that's fine. Really early in the podcast. I I don't think like. it's it's bad. The idea of also getting a fecal, a, transplant. fecal transplant from your dead relatives. Okay, great. Yeah, I think that's a great way to honor them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what I didn't finish earlier, because I because I said the Pete Trigger, mm. uh, the idea of you know like a you get it, you try to buy a celebrity's p- petri dish online, and then they sell it to you and they tell you it's Pete Seeger, mm. but it turns out it's just like some you know it's a pig, it's like a <laughs> it's like a pig tree dish, <laughs> right? And but you know but you still like it doesn't matter it just means something to you. the The important thing is that it feels like you've got a piece of sure. Uh, piece of trigger then we have the new surprise party which is because surprise parties aren't surprising anymore because yeah. anytime you approach a birthday you and expect- if nobody's talked especially if nobody's already organized like if you aren't aware that people are organizing your birthday mm. and it's a big birthday and you have friends like mm. you have the kind of like friends who probably do do this kind yeah. of thing then it's like it's it's Probably more surprising if they don't have a surprise birthday. Yeah, it's more of a what's what's the kind of like the when you kind of you, you trudge through days. It's like a monotony. Yeah, it's a monotony birthday. Birthday. Yeah. What I think would be a great surprise birthday mm-hmm. would be if your friends got together and had a party around you, mm. but you didn't even realize. Oh, but also they didn't acknowledge you, and it, nobody ever made eye contact yeah, with you. Great. So, like, they're all secretly eating cake, mm. right, sneaking off to have drinks in another room, oh, right, like right? That. all around you. This is all going on. And then, like, weeks go by mm. and then somebody says, oh, by the way, had a great time at your birthday. Sneaky birthday. Yeah. <laughs> you had no fucking idea. What's that, what would that, like, be called? It's like a sneaky birthday. I mean, that's a, it's still a surprise because, mm. I mean, you'd be surprised it's already happened. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But also the idea that... It is a surprise birthday, but mm. people don't jump out when you arrive. It's just happening when you arrive it's and everybody, already. nobody acknowledges you. They just act like you're dead. So like you're not there. Oh, wow. 
but they just and they're just talking like they could be talking about you or they're just talking to each other and nobody acknowledges your presence like that and so it, it's just you're be surprised by a a really interesting new experience <laughs> where you kind of you feel really like some people really thought about you because they've had a birthday for you but you're all alone yeah. it's like it's like you're Patrick Swayze in Ghost you're just walking around trying to get people's attention and you just can't this well, but th- but then are they are they talking about you? Are, are they talking so because they might actually be talking about you like you're not there? And really, that's the greatest gift of mm-hmm. all, isn't it? That's what you want is like to be able to like hear what people think about you, mm-hmm. and maybe they'll even like the fact that people would talk about you when you're not around is the most that's the best beautiful thing. Yeah, and and it's the only reason to get into comedy. That's right, and and especially at your birthday, because if they're not talking about you at all at your own birthday, sure. Well, you know, while well, we, well, you're not around, then that's fine. that's spooky, that's scary, that's the saddest thing. Yeah. But then again, it's hard to make small talk. You know, you just gotta go with what you, you can talk get. About something. Yeah. Uh, then we got guy who asks for money instead of retirement party. You know, he stands up, he yeah. explains what he wants. Uh, that's not super funny, but look, I, you know, I don't know. I think we could make it. You know, like we'd we'd have to really bash it out. But. I mean, like yeah, it's it's the kind of funny that would win Trop Fest, but it's <laughs> not actually funny. Sure, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it might need some kind of twist at the end. Maybe he has to end up paying everybody to come because it actually it's actually pretty boring and they were only coming because there was going to be go-karting. Sure, sure. Because why would you? You know, I guess if, especially if it was after hours. Mm. I mean, I guess that could just be the, sp- the, the surprise is that he does get money but then nobody actually comes. That's fine. And he's then. made his own banners and everything like that and he's standing there with his glass of soda water. You but know, then he's got the money, so he's happy. Well, but is he? Yeah. But that's our thesis in sketch number one. Yeah, I know, but but this way, it's almost like one of those your your wish came true. Is that what you really wanted? You really want? Whereas this is just money is thrust upon you. Okay, I see what you mean. Because mm. now there's a, there's an element of his own free will. That's created the situation. Now he's not coming back to work the next day. This is his last experience at work. It's probably still okay though. Well, it's up to him. That was forty years of his life. You only get one final retirement. Yeah, party. I know, but like you've been there forty years. That means that statistically speaking, everyone that you started work with and you have a real connection with is already retired, right? So it's just young people. It's just new people who are going to continue after you're gone and not remember you. Oh, you don't like. What do you get out of them? <laughs> Nothing. I just had one of those moments where I, f- I felt like I was close to death again, and what, I'm like, "Oh my god, my life is gone!" And, what, I, and need, what have I done? What have I achieved? It shouldn't be a retirement party where everyone who's at your work comes and says goodbye. It should be a welcome to retirement party where all the people who've left work have a party to welcome you in because that's much more positive. Yeah, but... And you're what getting about, to hang out with your actual friends. Yeah, but what about instead of that, if you just got the money that they were going to spend Oh, well, that? that's even better. <laughs> or both. Yeah. Oh, from both for, those for parties. Both parties. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just taking the money I would have had from all the birthday parties and things. This is a kid really early on just said it. Yeah. That's what happens. You fly, it flashes back to... Early on when in this kid's life, when he was a kid, he said, I've always done this, and then it flashes back. Yeah. I'm very rich now. That is, I mean, when I talked about what would be a funny place for that to go, 
it's children's birthdays. Mm. You know, like the the asking for we just like money instead. Yeah. Like a five year old's birthday where he it's, he instead just wants money, this, or his yeah. parents want money, or uh, whatever it is. All that time and money that you would have spent on these you mm. know, these these treat bags that your other kids are going to be taking home. Give me the money that. And the Your petrol time that worth. you would have spent yeah. co- coming because you also won't be attending. Yeah. <laughs> but see, look, and we'll invest that for our child. But unfortunately, that's not the idea we wrote down, Andy. And so that no, idea we'll will die. just now f- float off into the wind. Um, then we have a cafe sale of raw materials for extra dollars. Again, it's, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's just uh, huge industries finding ways of making way more money for things yeah. and selling it to sucker the markup sucker fucks like me i think this is good in that like we see this in the boardroom we talk about the, you know of, of this huge mining company and they talk about their profit margins and they then they talk about like what other kinds of profit margins people are making like the people who sell cotton mm. raw cotton to things as ornaments yeah and we're like well we we dredge silt yeah just just buckets of silt well, <laughs> <laughs> just come here, get a bucket of silt. $78 for a bucket of silt. Yeah. Is it a good bucket? Oh, it's good silt. People just put that in their cafe. Some of these are not necessarily sketch ideas, are they? That's a sketch idea. That's a sketch idea. That's, right. that's, that's closer. Eat anything restaurant. That's come on a sketch down. idea. Come on down. First you see it's just an ad. Come down to eat anything restaurant. We're not fucking around. You're going to bloody eat anything. You want to eat a key? It's key. All, we got the key of the city. All you can eat. <laughs> the mayor The mayor was very impressed with what I did. He's given me the key to the city. Come around to our restaurant. You can Have eat that. Have a bite. <laughs> Mate, we found a way. We put. We pushed. We bloody passed plasma through there. No worries. Come on down. It's like, tastes like nothing you've ever had before. See, all-you-can-eat restaurants, mm-hmm. they're misleading because really it's all the food you can eat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not all you can eat. No. Anyway. Next thing. Uh, and then we got one day in a year and one year every day. That's our the art project. It's very deeply artistic, this episode. Yeah. Look, you know, I think it's a, it's important to have a... It's an art episode. It's the art episode. This, well, this, this one... You know, much like we're talking about um, Artisode. food from things that aren't food, this one's comedy from things that aren't necessarily funny. Yeah. The end. <laughs> Come on down to the Doing the Think Tank podcast. We're making sketchy ideas out of things that you never th- would have thought were funny because they're not. Thank you so much for listening to the show. Um, it's so lovely, and you're the best people in our lives. And yeah, the people who've been reviewing us on Twitter, I mean on, on uh, iTunes, or, or interacting, are even better. Are even better than you. Yeah. And, but, and, but also so are the people who've been interacting with us on Twitter, but also the people who don't even, you know... Interact in any way. They don't make a peep. You know what? Because they, they love in such a pure way. Yeah. And some of it they just barely like in such a pure way. And I love that. <laughs> They tolerate it. They tolerate it. In a way that is so pure. So pure and so, so unintrusive into the lives of others. Oh. It's, it's so great to hear. That's a real gift. Yeah. And yeah. so thank you to everybody for if all the If you don't enjoy this podcast and you listen every week. Oh, my God. You are such a good person. Thank you so much. Because you can't all like it. Surely not everybody who listens to this likes this. Yeah. And, and like that is you're doing the best thing of all. Mm. 
but thank you for not reviewing us on iTunes if that's the case. Yeah, if that's the case. <laughs> we really appreciate it. Via the restraint. But if you can encourage other people who don't like it to continue listening, that's mm, also great. That's also good. And we um, can be found on Twitter. I'm at Stupid Old Andy. I'm at Two in Tank. No, and at Alistair TB. We are Two in Tank. And you, um, if you would like to support us on Patreon, uh, there is a link in the show notes and you can find, you can just Google us on Patreon. And there's new levels, and uh, it's just, oh boy, it's very exciting. It's getting crazy. We're getting this is a much, so much bigger content. podcast than it's, it used to be. It's an it's, it's as of like last week. This is an empire. <laughs> this now. is an empire now. This is the Ottoman Empire, Ottoman Empire. Very good, yeah. Al. And we, we love you. you. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. 